Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Wearable Dean. Yes, can I help you? No, you flourish as I turned on the Oh, I thought you were raising your hand. No, 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 no. I thought you had a question for me. This is the Weird World Podcast. My name's Carrie. I'm Emma. I'm Dean. I'm Erin. And we're going to talk about something weird today. <sighs> and Dean's going to enlighten us. Is it perhaps something ripped from today's headlines? Mm-hmm. Is it? I don't, I don't know. Let's yeah. find out, shall we? Have you ever heard of North Sentinel Island? Yes, Vaguely. I have. Vaguely. Someone hasn't been paying attention. Someone has. Yes. Right. Okay, well... No, I'm not going to say yes, and here's what happened. Good comeback. I've not heard of it independently on my own. I have. Erin's been too busy playing her word game 19 hours a day. (laughs) Well, I swear. (laughs) North Sentinel Island is one of the last places on Earth that is untouched by modern civilization. People live in kind of like a Stone Age level on this tiny little forested island in the Indian Ocean. And the people will call them the, the Sentinelese, since apparently they call that quite often, although I'm sure it's not their own word, obviously. They're about like all five foot tall and 200 at most of them would like to keep it that way. They want to be left alone and they're willing to kill to do so. Dun, dun, dun. Good one. Oh, they could have done like a musical <laughs> cue there, Carrie. But you know what? You took care of it now. That's good. That's good. So let's learn about the island a little bit first. It is in the Bay of Bengal, that's southeast of India and is west of the Malaysian Peninsula. It's part of a group of islands called the Andaman and Nicobar Islands. Okay, they're actually closer, like they're closer to the Asian part, like to Thailand and that, but they're part of India. None of those names sound very Asian. Which names? Nicobar, Andaman, Sentinel. Yeah, Sentinel's not Asian at all. Nicobar. I'm sure the sure British um. named it. <laughs> And well, I don't know what? those. That sounds Asian, just Southeast Asian. Southeast Asian. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. No, it doesn't sound Chinese at all. It if sounds that's what you're Southeast Asian. Yeah. You know, Asia's a big place. Yeah. No, yeah. I do. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Israel but is an Asian. Yeah. Maybe I don't instance. know what Southeast Asian things sound sound like. I want you to give your best representation. Oh right no! Now. Stop! Please don't. I'm already. Uh, well, I'm thinking of proper names. <sighs> Okay, say one. <laughs> or not. Probably a terrible idea. Okay. So Man, one of the Andamans Islands is a little island called North Sentinel. It's about, it's this kind of like a squarish shaped dot, only about 23 square miles large. That's mm. 60 square kilometers. Quite small. That's about the size of Manhattan Island. Mm. Quite small. Yeah, it is pretty small, actually. It has no natural harbors, and it's surrounded by jagged coral reefs, so it's very difficult to reach. Huh. It's uh, rimmed by white sand beaches along its entire coastline there. It's very low lying, but it just gradually rises to the middle, maybe 140 feet or so at the most, but it's, it's 95% covered by very dense rainforest. Huh. Mm. So think of a square <laughs> Manhattan, but almost all dense rainforest. Where do people live, or do you get to that? <laughs> <laughs> so did, did India... Yes, I get to where people live. Did India name them... The Sentinels? Uh, the Sentinels? I imagine the British did. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's an English word. So. But they introduced they're... all the terrible things mm. like disease they colonize and homophobia. Yes. They did actually, actually, racism. Uh, mm-hmm. the, and the main Andaman Island was used, a, a section of it was used for a long time as a British penal colony. And it was almost like their devil's island in a sense. It's just a horrific place to be sent to. Although mm. mostly it was Indians that were sent there. 
Oh. During British rule. Yeah. So, a little side there for you. In the 2004 Indian earthquake that caused the horrific tsunami, actually lifted the island a little bit and, oh, and the surrounding really? reefs. It oh, because of the earthquake? Yeah, because the earthquake. The tectonic plate went, ugh. Yeah. Uh, it made that sound. Did a little shimmy. And <laughs> a little shimmy that actually brought them a little bit more island. It actually extended mm, the, yeah. the beach a little bit, a, a couple good. thousand feet. Yeah, they got a little more land. She That's got a little nice. more square footage. Yeah. <laughs> Their rent did go up, though. Yeah. yeah. That kind of you sucks. know, it should. Yeah. At one point of, I can't remember what part of the island it was, but there's a little islet called Constant Islet that was a little island off their island. It lifted the land up enough that it's now connected. Oh. To the, the mainland. So now they have two islands. No, they have little islets around them. But now, it's kind of now, they have a, now they have a peninsula. Yeah, yeah now yeah. they got a little sticky out of it. a technical term. And the reefs, they, that they rose in some places. They actually caused uh, lagoons. They, they, they hmm. generated little lagoons there. Huh, so they got a whole lot of improvement. Yeah. They did, but it was they probably really They got some really developments. Yeah. yeah, they're probably terrified Mother while it was Nature. happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, North Sentinel has always been super, super isolated over the last thousand years or so. It's been part, the Andaman and Nicobar Islands were kind of nominally part of various, you know, British, um, sorry, Indian empires and later the British Empire, but they were never really t- controlled, let's put it that way. Uh, are there people on the other islands? Yes, far more people. The Andamese are notoriously leave us the fuck alone. Really? And they were very, very difficult to be subjugated finally. As, again, the British were able to subjugate portions of them and build a city called Fort Port Blair on I think south and the the main island, the largest island in the group. But they really didn't control. And they just the people were no to- in fact there's a um there's a oh God, a Sherlock Holmes story that uses an Andaman Islander as mm. the uh, like really? villain's helper because they were considered so fierce and ferocious, but although they're very small, we'll get to that in a second. Go ahead. Um, in reality yeah. they just didn't want to be colonized. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ethnically are they Indian? No, not even remotely. Oh. We will get to that in just a bit. Okay. I'm so curious. Yeah. Uh, you, your curiosity will be salved. <laughs> I don't know. That, does that make sense? <laughs> no, not even sort of. <laughs> so they, were, they fiercely fought off the, everybody, Indian, British. And uh, again, while the British did control other parts of the animals, they never, never were able to control North Sentinel Island itself. They did make one, the, serious, the most serious attempt to do so was in 1880s. In 1880, they had a naval officer named Maurice Vidal Portman. I love the middle name. Dope name. Yeah. Especially the Vidal. That's just a great name. He led an armed expedition to the island, and they sort of just settled down on on a beach and thought, okay, we'll let the natives come to us, greet us, you know, maybe give them gifts and (laughs) shit like that. (laughs) Give us lays. (laughs) (laughs) Or we'll give them stuff. Who knows? So, obviously, with their, their weapons, they were presenting a very friendly presence. No natives yeah. mm-hmm. came to greet them. Mm. So, no. so they just left? Oh, no. Oh. British colonialists? <laughs> Have you known them to do yeah. such? <laughs> we live here, so no, they did not just leave. <laughs> so, three days later, though. So, they went around on the beach, I guess, for the three days. And they said, screw it, we're going to bring the meeting to them. So they went inland, and they found like they found paths. They even found a, a few apparently abandoned villages, and I, I didn't get the sense if they're long abandoned or they're just abandoned. But like they hear these, you know, yeah. English people stomp into the jungle. They got the hell out of there, right, right? Yeah. But eventually, they were able to. They weren't able to make any friends willingly. So naturally, what did they do? 
Well, they kidnapped six people. Oh, yeah. they, okay. So they, they kidnapped six natives, an old man, a woman, and, and four kids. What the fuck? <laughs> what? They're British. Like, t- kidnap them and took them away? Took them on the boat. Oh, took my them back to Port God. Blair. That's how you oh, make wow. friends. Yeah. <laughs> makes me... you really? You're not familiar with our history? That's what they did? No, I, but I had no idea that these people had ever been contacted at all. They, I thought... They really hadn't. I know, but I didn't know this even happened. I thought Wait, the all, all attempts were completely no. failed. No, there's been every time, well, essentially every time anybody has, usually you're met with angry shouts and spears and bows and arrows and things like that. But in this case, they probably, okay, there's a lot of people coming on that. We're going to just melt into the jungle yeah. and, and wait until they leave. And unfortunately, six of them weren't fast enough. Aww. So in Port Blair, which is the main settlement in the Andamans again, things did not go well. The British officer in charge there wrote that, quote, the group sickened rapidly, and the old man and his wife died. Yeah, Ooh. that's not a shock. They've yeah. never been exposed to anything. That, that part, that, that's very, very important. So keep that in mind. So anyway, at this point, though, feeling that maybe a touch guilty, <laughs> oh, I assume, okay. Portman. Yeah, that's surprising, he, too. I, I, I'm assuming because he gave the kids some trinkets, by way of apology, I imagine. You know, sorry about your mom and all, but here's some toys to make it up for you. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And he took them back to the island and let them go. The kids? Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of nice of them, I and guess. And then well, as wow. they walked into their family's arms, <laughs> shot them <laughs> dead. And they all so, I think he was trying to, you know, hey, those British guys aren't so bad. Look at the, look at the cool toys they gave us. That was the idea. Yeah. They weren't smallpox toys? That's I was no, thinking. They, <laughs> they gave them smallpox <laughs> blankets. No. Uh, okay. They, uh, but possibly, though, this, maybe the natives were put off by the whole you kidnapped six of our people even if you brought four of them back he still did that so the British were never able to establish relations with the Sentinelese uh, Portman did visit three, a few more times though the, the next time was in August 27th 1883 I know this is a hard one here but anybody know why that date is an important one in history anyone anyone August 27th 1883 I went to public anyone school anyone so no hey, was that also the time James Cook landed on Hawaii no it was not Hawaii that was quite a bit before that <laughs> So, uh, 1883 was a little thing called Krakatoa. What's Krakatoa? Oh my shit. <laughs> it's the it's b- cheese. biggest volcanic <laughs> eruption oh, in oh. modern, in semi-modern okay, history, yes. although one earlier was, was so bigger, we think. nothing to do with people landing on beaches and finding people? It was in Indonesia. <laughs> and then what the fuck? No, it, it was an eruption. It was an eruption, oh, a volcanic yeah. eruption in Indonesia, right? Now, remember, we're in the Indian Ocean, so it's a couple thousand miles away. They thought the sounds of the volcanic, volcanic eruption way back in Krakatoa, west of Java, were the distressed firing of a ship, of a British ship in trouble. And so they thought, oh, oh my God, uh, those crazy Sentinelese are trying to kill some of our people. So they rushed out the North Sentinel at Portman did in a boat and to rescue a ship. Of course, there's no ship in distress there. It was a volcano <laughs> a long, long, long way away. And he said, well, what the hell, I'm here. So he left some gifts on the shore, some presents, and then went back to Port Blair. Again, thinking, they're going to like us. I know it. <laughs> it didn't happen, though. He went back a, a couple more times, but he never was able to make contact with them. Hmm, so that's sort of the island that time really did forget. Little little play on words there. No, nothing. Wait, say that again? It's the island that, that time forgot. Oh, yes. That's famous good. H.G. Wells? No? Never mind. Oh, I thought you were talking about the land that time forgot. I was. But the, island. the land before Play time? Work. No, no. Oh, the land movie. before time. That's what I was. I was thinking about the dinosaur movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said it at this point. Yep, I'm yep. talking about the great book that became a phenomenal movie with Doug McClure. Nothing? No, never mind. Look it up. 
So the people that time also forgot were, of course, the Sentinelese. There is most estimates number them about 50 to 200, but some as few as 15. Really? They just we're not clear how many there are. There's very few of them. Again, this, I, I'm the size of Manhattan. So they're extremely inbred. These people are bad well, at counting. They have to be. Yeah. It's not clear. I mean, some, you know. Some of them some have six them, fingers. It's whatever. No one, no, the, the highest estimate is 500. Okay. So there's probably 100, yeah, 150, something like not, that. There's not many of them at all. It's crazy. Super big. They, they are, all got the same nose, probably. <laughs> <laughs> they all look the same. Wow. Wow. As you'll find out in a second, that's super racist. No, it's not. Because yeah, well, they're from all their own race, yeah. are they? They're all the, they're well, one race. They're Stone Age. You'll, we'll tell you in a second. They are an uncontacted people. And they live at, a, as I mentioned, a Stone Age level development. Their language is completely unique. Even they've even brought some the Onge people and the and the Jarara people who are nearby and are ethnically virtually the same as the Sentinelese. Don't understand a single word the Sentinelese are saying. How mm. wait? How, how do they know anything about the Sentinelese language? In the in the limited contact they've had in these times, like Portman and others have had contact with them. They've heard in between the the bows and arrows. They've had contact and they've hear, heard them speak several times by this point yeah but jesus they're they're <laughs> okay. they're retelling of some words that sound like well, gobbledygook to them no. could be completely different than uh, you know what i mean uh, one expedition did bring a tribesman from the onge tribe on a nearby island to listen to them speak and he said i don't understand any word they're saying so they they know that their language is completely isolate okay and, i mean it makes sense yeah so that's not hard to believe. Why are you so? Why are you mad about it? Yeah, you, no, you I'm seem not. Very angry. I'm just saying. I just didn't think that anybody had had enough contact with them to have experienced enough of their language to say one way or the other. Well, they, they have. You're being very contradictory. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, they live in lean-tos. They have no metallurgy. Lean-tos, like just sort of. That's not. That's not the right word. But you know, some palm frond, little uh, roofs set against a tree or something like mm. that. Oh, okay. No permanent yeah. structures that, that they, uh, they live in. Like almost just like half a tent. Mm. Yeah. They have no metallurgy. They have no agriculture. And they only have fire when lightning strike hits a tree or something like that what? and causes a fire. They don't, they can't control fire. They're, they're pre-fire. What? They then, they'll, they'll, when that happens though, they'll take the burning ember and they'll keep it alive as long as they can, all kind of quest for fire style yeah. as mm-hmm. God intended. But otherwise, they can't generate fire for themselves. Wow, Jesus! They're, I mean, they're, they're literally a Stone Age people. Yeah. Huh. Well, they might not have any materials. Yeah. yeah. To generate fire Typically with, like using right? flint, right? Yeah. yeah. Like that, and they, they and have super on the tropical island. environment. Yeah. Tropical wet. Something they can mm. find anything. Mm-hmm. They don't Damn. have matches. Pre bic. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> Pre bic. All it takes is one person to fucking lose a bic on that island, <laughs> and they're like, I can't. Like, could you imagine like a uh, gorilla star documentary trying to go, <laughs> but they bail, but the camera guy, his bait falls out of his pocket, and then they fucking <gasps> they get the whole island's on fire. Write it up here. Yeah. Okay, that's really a good, good idea. That. Sounds like a five minute. Film because the entire <laughs> island burns down. Wait for that. Let that have some stuff go on before you get to okay. the fire. Okay. The Sentinelese, they, they live by, they gather coconuts and other fruits and roots from the island. And by the way, they can husk coconuts with their teeth. What? The way women from Iowa can here in America. Oh. Same way. <laughs> right. uh, or, or, I'm sorry, the way w- women in Iowa can open a bottle of beer. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> I screw that a bit, up. A lot of husking of coconuts going not on in Iowa. <laughs> but have you seen a woman of a mile open a bottle of beer? I have not. Trust me. Either their teeth or the crook of their arm. I don't know anybody from Iowa. Um, I did. They use bow and arrow Rip. to hunt turtles, birds, wild oh. pigs, and giant, these big-ass monitor wild lizards. Wild pigs? You just walked all over monitor lizards. That's the, that's the, the, the headline there. Monitor lizards well, are scary. I want yeah, to keep lizards as pets, not well, eat them. Well, they um, eat them. Rude. They shoot them and eat them. Well, and you have to eat iguanas all the time. Yeah. Come on, man. Give them a break, man. They're invasive in some areas. So you, so. You're the birds one. They use bird. They hunt birds with arrows. I'm pretty impressed Whoa. by that. They uh, get they fish, I guess, for crabs and fish. I don't know. They in the shallows there in the very very primitive dugout canoes. Um, I guess is it is it fish for crabs or crab for crabs? I don't know. Hunt for crabs. Hunt for crabs. There we go. <laughs> they appreciate metal, though. They've through their, over the years um, when wrecks have you know hit the reefs or something like that, they've scavenged metal, and now mm. they'll use them on their spear tips. So they understand the value, but they can't make it. So they like metal. They'll they'll scavenge metal. If you if you if you crash your ship, they'll take your metal. Trust okay, me. how do they make it sharp? By I guess they have rocks mm, and stuff. Sure. They can yeah, probably they fly find a way. Terry seems Don't very suspicious, it. doesn't she? Yeah. About everything. She thinks they got a Walmart <laughs> hidden behind the fucking, yeah, just, just behind the tree line. She knows. How do they sharpen it, She thinks huh? they got a fucking Costco <laughs> in these little townhomes. No, I'm, I'm gosh, and I'm then, curious. That'd be hilarious. They have like a little set and they just put on like, they ruffle up their hair and then put on a loincloth. Let's go freak out these white people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you imagine? You know those, um, what are those knives where they make high school kids uh, buy a whole set and go sell them to housewives? Oh my God. What is that? Do you want I to work next to uh, a brand? Vector? Vector? Cutco. Vector? Cutco. Cutco. Oh, Cutco. Super scam. You know, they're like a thousand bucks for a like, yeah, set of, see of mediocre knives. Can you imagine years. that high school, like Chad from Consumers High going to Sentinel. <laughs> oh my God, he'd sell so many knives. He'd have oh to accept, my God. He'd have to accept, like, I don't know. Coconuts. coconuts. <laughs> so many traveler checks. <laughs> Ethnically, we'll finally get to this as you've been waiting for, the Sentinelese are categorized as Negrito, not my word, N-E-G-R-I-T-O. <laughs> that is, they're actually all over the Southeast Asia in this part. They're very short, extremely dark skin, and look vaguely like they're, they're from Africa and they're usually like, like five feet tall. They're wow. not, you know, quote unquote pygmies, but they're, and there may be some uh, insular dwarfism going on here. That is people, uh, sometimes on islands, people get so much smaller than the normal population in that area. But there's like, like in the Philippines, there's populations and parts of Malaysia. There's these, these, these remnant populations of, of peoples that are ethnically completely different than hmm, the surrounding yeah. Asian populations around them. It's very interesting. Why is actually. that, it though? Is cool. uh, they're, they're almost certainly, they're a remnant of one of the early, if not the earliest waves out of Africa, 60, mm. 70,000 years ago. Wow. And That's they insane. went east. If they did go any, they, they um, you know. They went into through India. I think there's even some populations like that in India, but they settled in places like the islands off of here, some in Indonesia, some um, in Malay in the Malay Malaysian Peninsula, and as far as Philippines. Huh, that's crazy. Isn't yeah. there? Is that what the the fauna woman is? The fauna woman, who's or that? Or the flora woman? Is oh, this- you mean the Hobbit in the East yeah. Flores Island? Yeah. In Indonesia? Yeah, there, there's a, almost certainly. Yeah. yeah they, uh, I mean, well, there's debate. I think some people think they might even. Be, 
that that might be like Homo erectus, like oh. even oh, a shit. wave that we didn't know about that was even longer ago than this, because the, the Sentinelese are Homo sapiens, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, I think some people think the Hobbit people are not. Didn't we see her? Isn't she? Yes. A, uh, yeah. We did in New York. Yeah. I don't know who you guys are talking the, about. The um the Flores Islands. They said that they're like like four feet tall or yeah, three eight. Short as yeah, really short. Really small on on an island in Indonesia called Flores Island, mm. and they found um, bones of them in a cave. Oh. And at first okay. they said, no, no, no. It's just it was just an individual who was you know mutated somehow, sure very spoke. small. But then they found some other bones. And they're pretty sure this was a, a race of people that were extraordinarily small, mm. and uh, they were. I think they're. I don't. You know. I don't know if they're, what their ethnic classification is. I remember or, them saying they like they enough. were. They were different than. Yeah. Like they weren't like your typical, like Asian. They weren't similar to oh, people very, around very, the very area. Different. Interesting. But so so the Sentinelese are uh, a tribe of Negritos. Are as are all the Andamans, by the way, um, and the Nicobar Islanders. But again, they're they're other parts of Asia as well. No, it's it's it's, it's actually pretty fascinating. Since 1967, India has made a handful, a handful of attempts to start relations on North Sentinel. At least they did for a while. Uh, on that first account encounter, though, when these Indian anthropologists and some and, and they had a, a police guard, but they came into the island. They they're kind of meeting and greeting with the locals, right? They came out. The some several of the natives turned their backs to the delegates, the Indian delegates, and they hunkered down as if they're taking a crap. <laughs> and they're, they're oh. new, they have no clothes. Yeah. So they're like, it was, that was uh, taken as a sign of, we don't want to talk to you. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. I think was probably true. It's body wow. language. Yeah, like, ah. They understand what that means. Yeah, we get it. Every few years, the government, though, would land a boat on the beach, wait for a friendly greeting that never came. So the Indian hmm. government tried several times to do that. Uh, an Indian anthropologist named Trilnath Pandit did make a brief peaceful contact with a few islanders on January, in January of 1991, though. Mm. But in India, in 1997, India decided to stop all visits to the island. When uh, The last one was uh, when, the, again, the 2004 earthquake. The Indian government sent a helicopter to see, like, oh, my, that, let's see okay? if that killed them. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see what happened yeah. to them. And they flew over the island, and they were greeted with shouts and, and just gestures and thrown stones, and sh- they shot bows and arrows up at the helicopter, wow. saying, get the fuck away from her, devil bird. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was going to say, have, they, have there been helicopters flying over it in the past? I mean, uh, did- prob- Yes, yes, there has. Okay. There's like um, and, aerial and, and, pictures, right? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. and, and, but, but that's how they typically greet people. Is but it's probably baffling to them to see. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, but, that, but that's how they greet people who come over in boats, yeah. too, for the most part. I, these ones that were not greeted that way, I suspect, were in large enough groups that they, they scared them. If yeah. you're in a small yeah. group, it, it's quite just the exact yeah. opposite. So, at that, but anyway, they, they did their wellness check, saw that they were indeed mm-hmm. okay, and went on their merry way, and there's been no government contact since then, since that time. Huh. It's illegal to try to go there, right? It absolutely is. Yeah. Yep. It's an exclusion zone. Did you cover who technically owns this island? India. Okay. part of the government, the part of the nation mm-hmm. of India. But, uh, so they're technically part of India, but it's a, North Sentinels is effectively treated as a sovereign country, a sovereign mm-hmm. state. Because yeah, yeah. then you don't really get any control over them. None whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, they could, obviously. But the government yeah, maintains maybe. this hands-off policy. The entire island and the three nautical mile zone radius around it yeah. is called an exclusion zone, and no one's allowed to go there. You you can be arrested and imprisoned for doing so. By the Indian government. By the Indian government, I have yeah. a question. Yes. Who says that 
India owns them. India and the but rest why? of the, the rest why of the does world India get to it. say that they are there? They don't occupy it. It was established in uh, one of those Indian empires back in God uh, hundreds of years ago. It was established as you yeah. know, part of one of those Indian empires, and then later part of the and then later the part of the British Empire. And when they ruled India, but it was again it was ruled as a section of India. Yeah. And then when India gained independence in 1947, they were came along with them. If I'm ever the ruler of a country, I won't recognize. <laughs> I'll recognize it as its own sovereign country. You know that attitude says you're never going to be the ruler of a country. <laughs> yeah, because I think for it to exist in its own little bubble it needs another country that exists outside of its own little bubble can you imagine to look say, over it. what if they didn't have it. yeah indian government protection yeah i mean if some pirates wanted to go do go, you need the threat yeah. of the God, indian government yeah. well india could still safe. protect them okay you're not mm. you know how governments work bit, uh, <laughs> unrealistic here. you should see, tell them about that about cashmere yeah see how they feel yeah do that i yeah. challenge you you yeah. some yeah. Some people, you know yeah. how they feel when they want their land, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, essentially, the Indian government lets them be them. Yeah. So actually, yeah. good for India. Awesome. I know it's it's kind of amazing. Wow, wow. I don't know why you'd say that. I think well, India, India, any country would scary. would allow that. India, it's we cool. sure as hell wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I think we probably because would. Because we're actually. white. India has experienced its own colonialism and its own people coming in and not being independent. So why would they want to like? control people who clearly don't want to be controlled yeah but they didn't control them a long time before they were called well that's a nice point but well still it it is is weird it is a weird anomaly but it's cool the policy is in part by the way because that modern people with the modern diseases diseases would almost certainly wipe them out if there was significant contact they have no immunities whatsoever again they're an uncontacted Stone Age people. They have they zero die. immunities against modern illnesses. So someone going there on a regular basis or staying there for a lengthy time would kill them almost yeah. certainly. Another reason, though, is as average established, is that the people of North Sentinel really, really, really want to be left alone. <laughs> and as we will now learn, they are willing to kill <gasps> for that. So there's been some encounters. Outsiders have been having trouble with the Sentinelese for a long, long time. Again, the, the typical greeting is arrows and shouts and stones and things like that. In 1867, a merchant ship from India called the Nineveh hit a reef off, off North Sentinel. Always a bad call. 106 crew and passengers survived that crash there, and the, but the ship was sinking, and they were forced to take the ship's launcher to, to the shore, presumably in waves. They were able to get everybody to the shore of the main island of North Sentinel. They were immediately attacked. The crew and the passengers fended off these attacks for, I think, I, I'm not sure exactly how long, but I think a few days until a Royal Navy ship just happened to be passing by, saw the wreck, and rescued them. Wow. Otherwise, it's, um, you know, bad things going to happen. Do we yeah. know if any of them were killed by the I don't Islanders? think so. I don't think so. I think there's a lot of them, so they were able to, yeah. and they had, uh, you know, this is 1867. I don't know if they would have had guns or not. They, they may have had like, muskets or something like that. I don't know. 1867. Yeah, that's post musket era, isn't it? It's but it's pre repeating Winchester rifle. Oh. I mean, yeah. it was very very new. I think at, at the best, it was very very new. So and it wouldn't have been on a you know a passenger ship in the area. Yeah. So in 1974, and there were other encounters like that as we talked about Portman's etc. But in 1974, National Geographic sent a film crew to North Sentinel for a documentary called Man in Search of Man. 
<laughs> Still widely considered one of the most misleading titles available on the internet. Whatever do you mean? I'm just saying. Just I think there's been a lot of unhappy people. Go to Craigslist and type that in. Yes. And you'll find exactly what you're looking for. You'll get a, you, and it won't be a National Geographic documentary. No. But they, so, they're, so they're filming this. They went there to film this documentary on the Sentinelese people. And they brought an armed police guard with them because, again, it was, it was well established that they would be greeted with hostility for sure. Well, did they get permits? I mean, did... They, uh, they did. Oh, okay. Yeah. The National Geographic carrier, they'll well, give you some permits, sister, all right? But So why weren't they worried about them killing off the islanders with disease? This was before they stopped. Remember, 1997 is when the Indians ceased, the Indian government ceased all further contact and visits to the islands. So yeah. before that, they allowed, they did allow. No, I, I understand that, but. They, they, I, anthropologists had gone there, things like that. Okay. But I mean, at, they still recognized that it was dangerous. I'm sure they did. I'm, they didn't. They didn't care. 100% okay. care, apparently. So, but as their um, boat neared the island inside the reefs, they, they you know, took a smaller boat and, and started moving toward a motorboat, motorboat, toward the actual island itself, the locals came out and greeted them with... Bone arrows! A volley of arrows. Ooh. No uh -oh. surprise there. So naturally, the intrepid National Geographic documentarians took this as a sign that they should land. Mm. <laughs> Maybe we'll do it a little ways up the coast there, give them a chance to cool down before they greet us with smiles, but they did indeed land, and they hung, they hung out on the, on the beach again, just like what seemed to be the MO. The landing party and their armed escort waited there all kind of uh, Maurice Portman style for quite a while before finally some islanders did approach them from out of the rainforest. And, and, and by the way, they had gifts. So again, this is, this is what white people always do. You yeah. bring people gifts they, uh, and they'll like you, right? Woo. Their it gifts, usually works pretty well. It does yeah. usually, or at least it's a, it's a, it's a nice icebreaker. Yeah, mm -hmm. right? you always bring a hostess gift when you That's go true. to somebody's That's fair. That's fair. They brought a toy plastic car what? Oh Lord! Some coconuts. So fucking Hot Wheels. They brought they brought, coconuts. They brought like these people need more fucking coconuts. They brought a doll. I don't know what kind of doll, but a, a decent sized doll. A live domestic pig. Oh my God! And aluminum cookware. I don't know the last oh two. Oh boy! Words. I don't know the last fucking two Rachel Ray set. <laughs> so they did no yeah research before not, going. Not really no. Okay. They left these things in the sand a bit away from where they were hunkering down there. Uh, the landing site there and they waited so you know i'm sure the islanders approached very suspiciously checking all the cool gifts from a little bit of a distance and then imagine them launching a arrow lots of round of arrows bone arrows yes i mean that that last part should be pretty obvious so fortunately one of the arrows struck the director of the man in search of man uh -oh. Oh. unfortunately wow. it was only on the thigh oh, so he survived yeah that's too bad. The islander who launched that arrow uh, got ten points. Became no, the king. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> Good. he uh, he he was over. He was visibly overjoyed. He did Yay. a fucking backflip. <laughs> <laughs> High five to every dude on the beach. He he, he uh, hid behind a tree and laughed uproariously. 
as ah. this guy's going, ah! That's funny. Kelly Reeves from my knees. He would, I'm sure he did get a ton of high fives that night. And to this day, he still tells that story to his friend over beers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't you think? Over coconuts. (laughs) Yeah. From that time I nailed that white dude in the thigh. What year was that? 1974. Oh, so he's dead. Some of the other islanders. Well, well, maybe not. (laughs) The island lifestyle. Yeah. I don't know how long. No one knows how long they (laughs) live. Exactly. Uh, a, a, another islander uh, or some other islanders speared the pig and they Ooh. killed it immediately and buried it in the sand oh my god they didn't even <laughs> probably, eat it no. that's probably a good like, idea yeah it's probably, it sounds like something they did they probably bury it for Same. you know later times I, I don't know exactly but they killed oh, yeah. it and buried it an another age. another of the islanders speared the doll and buried that as well <laughs> yeah that's die <laughs> cursed object that's a good idea it's set to evil the islanders took the coconuts and the aluminum cookware and melted back into the rainforest. We'll take these. <laughs> the spatula, though. Yeah, I mean, the doll, the doll probably was seen as some kind of evil, Something, yeah. you know, representation of a, us. of a human. I wish I knew if it was yeah. like a big old raggedy Ann doll, like a big yeah. three-foot scary creepy doll, you know, Annabelle. Or it was it? Annabelle. It was a blow It might doll. have been. It was Chucky. Annabelle swam. Ran of the dolls. And, uh, so the islanders... They, they took what they wanted, and that was basically the end of location shooting for Man in Search of Man. Amazing. The sequel <laughs> was not filmed there. I, mean, I'm, I assure and you. And they took the Blue really Blu-ray player and the spatula, <laughs> but that was it. <laughs> uh, later, a ship called the Primrose ran aground Ooh. on the reefs again of North Sentinel in August of 1981. There was a small crew, though, in this case, and their ship was completely stuck. They couldn't get it out, and it was, it was stormy times, right? And they knew that if they, the welcome that awaited them on the island would be very unfriendly. So they just hung out in the ship and, and waited for rescue, but no one can get to them, right? As they look out, I don't know if it's a day or two later, they look onto the beach and they see 50 islanders are on the beach now nearest them and they're making threatening gestures. Right? And again, it's just kind of a shallow lagoon, but it's just deep enough where, it's long enough where. They, they apparently weren't going to just swim over, the islanders anyway, because then the crew saw that the islanders were starting to make boats. Oh. oh. Stop it. Nervous time for the crew of the Primrose. Just stop doing that. Don't make those boats. <laughs> <laughs> the rocks that have Stop it. The captain, he made urgent, more urgent calls for help now. You know, they have spears and arrows, mm-hmm. and they're about to have boats. Come get us, please. At the very least, he begged for, bring us, uh, maybe drop uh, firearms, guns, yeah. Yeah. and we can protect ourselves, but we're going to get killed here if like, you don't come please, get us. they're going to learn how to use fire. Can <laughs> <laughs> you get closer? No, I know. They're, they're striking rocks against each other. I know what they're trying to do, and they're going to get one spark one of these days. No help our guns came, though, because another storm whipped up, and, and the seas became unpassable, and no ship could reach them. Luckily, though, for them anyway, the storm meant that the islanders also could not go out in their new canoes and get to the Primrose and attack the Primrose. So when the storms finally cleared, an oil company, an Indian oil company that had a helicopter that was nearby, went over, used the helicopter to ferry them off the, uh, the sinking boat and back to the uh, wow. to rescue. So it wasn't sinking very fast. No, no. It, it, I think it's just stuck in the reef. Yeah. They couldn't get it out, and it was... So I don't know if that boat's still there, if they somebody eventually uh, scavenged it or not, probably. In January of 2006, two Indian fishermen named Sundaraj and Pandit Tarari 
They were out poaching mud crabs in the shallows just off the coast of North Central Island. Again, there's a three mile, you're not supposed to be around there at all. So this is illegal. That's a total. But they're yeah, okay. yeah, they can't be there. But they're in the shallows uh, along the reefs there. Again, not quite to the coast of the island, but near, very, very near. And um, thinking this is, you know, virgin territory. We have no competition here for mud crab crabbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and mud crabs, by the way, sound delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably one of those lagoons that was made from the 2004 earthquake. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. Why not? I'm just going to say it is. Yeah, why not? Passing yeah. fishermen, Beach. warn them, get the out of, out of there. It's not worth it. You guys should leave. Yeah. And they didn't. So uh, not a wise move because during the, the night, so they'd spend the night, get too many crabs, put them on their boat, and, and they're going to you know do it as long until they filled up their, their boat, whatever, right? But during the night, they spend the night on their boat. Again, it's kind of sort of anchored to the reef there. Yeah. And their kind of half-assed anchor rope broke. And they drifted slowly, unknown to the two sleeping men. They drifted into the Ooh. toward the North Sentinel Island, Uh-oh. inch by inch. As soon as the boat got really close to the waterline, the natives attacked. I mean, they they probably they've been watching the whole time. I'm yeah. sure from the jungle, they attacked with their arrows and their spears. They damaged the boat and attacked the men. Three days later. An Indian Coast Guard helicopter surveying the coast, just just uh, surveying the island. Again, they 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 went there by helicopter. The Indian government kept an eye on them, just completely by coincidence. They happened to do this three days after the two men were attacked, and they saw the bodies of Raj and Tarari on the beach near the waterline. They were dead. Yeah, they had well, killed. It's their fault. Dead. Yeah, that's what you get. Don't do that. <laughs> and that would not be the last tragedy in North Sentinel Island. We now end our story with the latest trespass. John Chow. He had long been fascinated by North Central Island and its untouched natives. He was his 26, or some people say 27-year-old missionary from Alabama, although he's <laughs> clearly ethnically, I don't John Chow, I'm Chinese, I guess. Um, he's probably born in fucking Birmingham. <laughs> probably. He is, he's been called a wilderness EMT. Not a, what the fuck does that not mean? Not sure. Well, he performs like, CBR on bears. That's, I, yeah. I mean, bears kind of 911. John Chow is, is going to I learned how to do EMT in like rural areas or yeah. national I, park areas. He worked as an EMT in the wilderness. You're not right, of course. Oh, okay. For hikers, <laughs> probably. Our bear jokes are much better than that. <laughs> that's or a reality. Well, we bears. His real concern, though, what, his, his main driver was that the Sentinelese were untouched by the word of God. Oh. He decided, Chow decided, that he was going to go to North Sentinel and make Christians out of it. <laughs> oh, lordy, lordy. Chow paid the crew of a small fishing vessel based in Port Blair. He paid him about 25,000 rupees, which I, I think is something like 325 bucks, right? He paid them to smuggle him on to North Sentinel Island. It's, it's illegal. They can get in trouble for that. So he and they, and they, they knew it was illegal. They knew it was dangerous. But we're talking 25,000 rupees. So they did it. He had been, by the way, to the, these, the Andaman and Nicobar Islands, not to North Sentinel, but he'd been to the island group apparently four times in the, in the last few years. This, is, this just happened, by the way, as you know. He had, um, he kind of fancied himself sort of an adventurer missionary, you know? He's, yeah. He, so, goes, he liked to go to very wild and 
places. Yeah. Hence the wilderness EMT. Yes. Yeah. In Alabama. Certificate or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You want to go out there and give those people's God. <laughs> Be Indiana Jones, but with Jesus. Yes. That's basically it. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. The Bible. Yep. John 316. <laughs> <laughs> On November 14th, Chow attempted, and when I say November 14th, I mean just a week plus ago, he attempted to reach the, store, the shore, but he failed. I'm not sure what that means. No worries, though. The very next day on the 15th, he was able to reach the shore on his kayak. The fishes of the fishing vessel would just um, go in just in, inside the reef, let him down, and he'd paddle into shore over the shallows. Wait, were they waiting for him? And they would then go out a little further away, apparently so that the locals would not see that ship. Okay. So it'd just be him in a kayak paddling towards shore. The, the word shore. of God. And the word of God. The big smile. You know, and Jesus big... protecting him, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He had a backpack full of Bibles. Uh, yeah. Well, he did actually have at least one. Chow, he hung on the beach and waiting for the locals to approach him, as uh, you know they all do. He offered them gifts. These included a football. Oh, my God. Some play American football. <laughs> Some fish. Ooh. They got enough of those. Uh, yeah, why don't they the place? bring them things that they must the already have? You know, they're not great fishers. They, Here, they could use I would the bring them some sunscreen. <laughs> uh, they don't need it. Oh. I think they're okay. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. He also brought them scissors and safety pins. So super well thought out, these gifts. God. I'd bring them some tie to go. Idiotic. You guys like spicy? And you know, you need a portable stapler. Real tiny, fits right in your pocket. Yep. No, you bought him an electric stapler. Oh, yeah. Uh, he also, so he, as they, they did kind of gather around him and the t- are, are nearby, right? And, and sort of, I guess, to turn them to his side, he started to sing, quote, worship songs. Oh, oh my God. God. I'm sure even worse. Mm-hmm. So after a while, though, the locals became kind of, so they're, they're standing around him for a little while and I guess checking out the gifts and being kind of quasi, not, not overtly hostile, but they started to become a little bit agitated. And they're showing some signs of being a little bit more hostile. So one of them then fired an arrow at Chow, but it hit the waterproof Bible he held in his hand. Can you imagine the jolt of superiority he felt? Oh, thank you, Jesus. God God saved him. Still, to being uh, at least somewhat sane, Chow realized he may have overstayed his welcome. (laughs) So he hopped into his kayak and started paddling out of there. But apparently the kayak was somewhat damaged in his escape, so he, he jumped out of it and swam back to the fishing boat, I guess pulling his kayak, because he's going to use it the next day, that had, was in the prearranged location waiting for him. He swam all the way back to the fishing boat wow. to safety. Jesus. Yeah. So he, you know, that's, that's impressive. He's like, bye, got to go, see but you later. What, do you think he was done? No. Well, he should have been. He very well should have been. You know, they did shoot an arrow at you, John. Yeah. Yeah. John, Jesus could have saved you, John. Well, one that one time, Jesus doesn't. You know, everyone gets one. Yeah, everyone gets one. Yeah, Jesus well, said, "He said, here's your one." That, that was his one. Because Chow then spent the night writing up in his journal about his latest, this latest adventure of his. He fully understood how dangerous it was and how his actions were and would be. Uh, he, he, like, I guess in his journal, he wonders if the sunset I'm looking at right now will be the last sunset I ever see. But, you know, it didn't matter. He was filled with religious zeal. And he, quote, and from, his, from his journal, which has been, um, I guess, I don't know if leaked is the right word, but it's been made public now through the media. He said, Lord, is this island Satan's last stronghold where none have heard or even had the chance to hear your name? fuck? <sighs> so that's the, the kind of religious zeal. So he was definitely going back again. 
So if you're not Christian, you're you're going to hell. John three sixteen, basically. In and out burger, it's right there in the cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the next day, For your the, fries, sinner. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, November sixteenth. Again, just apparently, just not not realizing just how completely unwelcome he was, or not caring. He again set out for the beach in his, I guess, repaired kayak. Because he is in the kayak. He's, they did the same thing. They let him off inside the reef. He started paddling towards shore. This time, though, I'm sure, again, I'm sure he's smiling broadly and he's got, I don't know, more fish and footballs, I'm assuming. Didn't matter. Before he even got to the shore, he got off his kayak, started walking up toward the beach, and the islanders were already emerging from the jungles to greet him. Just as he reached the beach, Boom! They let go with a volley of arrows. They attacked, uh, and and these remember these are these are expert marksmen. These are people yeah. that shoot birds with bow and oh, arrow. Shit. So multiple arrows hit Chow. He staggered forward though. He is walking with with multiple arrows sticking out of his body. Jesus. Quote: He was attacked by this is one of the fishermen by the way. He was attacked by arrows, but he continued walking. The fisherman said he finally collapsed, and on the beach, and some of the islanders slung a rope around his neck. And pulled the body into the, the rainforest, into the, the brush. Ooh, and the fishermen, so the fishermen who had t- taken him there and witnessed this entire thing, they, um, some accounts say that they went back the next day and they saw his body on the beach. I'm not, I'm, I'm not 100% sure if that's true or not. Because for sure, they went back to Port Blair. And they may have, Port Blair is actually not that far away. So they could have gone back to Port Blair and then gone the next day to North Sentinel to see the body too, as possible. But anyway, they went back to Port Blair and they knew that Chow was friendly with a local Christian preacher in Port Blair. So they told him what had happened. That preacher then called John Chow's family and told them what happened. And they in turn called the U.S. Embassy in New Delhi and said, you know, our son was shot with arrows. The mom, by the way, I think even now thinks her son's alive. Because they have uh-huh. not, uh, I, yeah. Is she? They, he's, they, they didn't the recover body. the body. They have not yet. He was dead for. I mean, he's I'm dead. Gonna... There's no question. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. And, you know, the fishermen are being charged with a crime, at least so far. The islanders, though, have effective immunity. They cannot be charged. They've never been charged by any attacks mm-hmm. they've done. Even the, the, the yeah. boat, the, the fishermen from 2006, etc. They've never and cannot ever be charged with a crime. They can't possibly understand. Yeah, they're not under any yeah. threat. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so those fishermen, if the mother hadn't notified the embassy, yeah, but then they might never have gotten in trouble. You can't blame them. For no, I don't. They want but their, they want their yeah. son's body back. No, they should get in trouble. Or, mm-hmm. or like I said, the mother is still thinks he's alive, yeah. so they want the governor to go rescue him. He's clearly not alive. Yeah. The Indian government is very it's, it's a problem for them. They don't want to land, mm-hmm. so they've sent helicopters over Sentinel to reconnoiter the island. And right now they're just trying to figure out how they might be able to retrieve the body that still lies there half buried in the sand. Mm. I, I, I think they've been, they've seen it. They know he's dead. They know he's got arrows. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and according to the fishermen's at least testimony, that he's, they he probably watched him die. I'm sure they did. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he again, did not the fishermen's long. testimony. He was clearly dead when they're dragging his body into the into the brush. I mean, he, yeah. he got hit by multiple arrows. He's gonna die. Yeah. Here's here's a quote from his journal, from John Chow's journal the night before. I think I could be more useful alive, but to you, God, I give all the glory of whatever happens. He asked God to forgive, quote, any of the people on this island who try to kill me, and especially if they succeed. What the fuck? I wonder, though, if John Chow wiped them out 
with a cold bug that they would forgive him for yeah. what he did. Hey, how did they get his journal? The, he, the media's got it. No, 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 no. He didn't have it with him? No, it's on the boat. He left it on the boat. Okay. The fishing boat that okay. he hired to, to go But But what if he was successful in, in he, making a Christian colony? He wouldn't have wanted to document it? He, he then would have gone back to the boat and got his journal and wrote more in it. He was not going to live there for the rest of his life. He was just going to preach the word, give them some gifts, go back to the boat, mm -hmm. get his journal, write up how great it was, and then, I don't know, go yeah. from there. But he planned on getting his journal, don't worry. You're really worried about the journal here, aren't you? About yeah. how, how did he plan on I was on just wondering, because I, I figured he probably had it with him. No, he did not. No, they have not. They, the government has done nothing more than by helicopter. Yeah. They have not. They, I mean, they don't know. They're in a, a very tough space. They can yeah. go there. Yeah. Are they going to go there and force their way and and, and yeah, take the body? Yeah, I, or, I or don't think if, they should. What if the aliens yeah. come out to attack them yeah. and don't let them get the body? They're I think they should force. just leave the body. I do too. Yeah, I think I the family should just. Sorry, your son yeah. did I mean, something illegal. That's the risk he and took. And he was trying to force a religion on people who don't want to be contacted. I'm sorry. Yeah. Bury it's, a picture. It's mm -hmm. awful what happened, but it's Happy really difficult to feel. Uh, sorry don't feel for bad. Yeah, I, I don't. Doing. I don't feel he sorry for Wrong, and he the, the, he and, went uh, back after he yeah. being was, shot at once. Yeah, he personally experienced how much they hated outsiders. Yeah, so he had no reason to go back. And uh, you know, not to to cast aspersions on our listeners who are very religious, but if your motivation is, is just to bring your specific religion to people, that's or clearly fine without it. Who who clearly don't want you, and more so, you could you mm. could harm them yeah. by your very mm -hmm. presence. That's just that's incredibly selfish. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. extra. Like that's against Jesus. And yeah. and it's not sure. like you don't know that. They hundred percent knew that. Yeah. There's no question he knew that he he could bring them germs that could kill them. He may yeah. have. Yeah. We don't know. Probably. Yeah. Not, we don't know yet. Limited contact. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly by way of arrow, but uh, first time and the second time. So. We'll find out if we see any more islanders. Yeah, I know. But that's so that's the, the story of the North Central Island. Again, one of the last they're literally just a, a, a handful of tribes left in the world that have essentially uncontacted. Well, where in any are real the sense. others? Uh, there's the Gerara tribe in Andaman Islands. There is um, a tribe there's and there's a few tribes they think left in the Amazon oh, rainforest yeah. that have oh, little yeah. or no actual contact. There may be some in the Philippines, Ooh. but probably not. Mm -hmm. uh, almost done. There, there's one. Now nah, they've been contacted. I was going to say there's one in Vietnam that wasn't that was virtually uncontacted by, by modern humanity until recently, but I think they have been now. So it's just you know they're 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 probably the most the 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 um, peoples that have been the least amount of, of contact with the Western world in in the world now. Yeah, because mm -hmm. like I said, even the Gerara and the Andamans, that island has lots of Westerners living there, are, are Indians and and Westerners living there on that actual island. This is this is their island is their own. Yeah, they're completely separated from all other land and people. What can they see from their island? Can they see ocean? Are they so they're not close enough to no. to see like now. another island? Like South Andaman Island is, oh, I can't, it's not super far to the east of them. Like I said, going to Port Blair is not doesn't doesn't take all that long by boat, but it's far enough away. I and mean, it's a very isolated little island. So literally, the only thing that they've seen of the outside world is what has come to them. Yes, mm -hmm. oh, the shit. boats and helicopters that have yeah. come their way. So they have so, no concept of what yeah so exists outside of shit, yeah. bitch. Mm -mm. Could mm -mm. I mean it? It makes mm -mm. sense. Yeah, they've never that seen the Kardashians. I would shoot arrows. They, oh my god, they probably yeah, yeah. they don't know who. Do 
They don't know who Donald Trump is. <laughs> they don't know who Donald Trump is. Oh they my don't God. know Blissful ignorance. That they pro- they Cole live such their a beautiful... Their skin is probably so clear. Oh, it's, it's probably really clear. Holy yeah. shit. Perfect. Bro, what do they do when they get their period? Uh, I don't want to know. Just stick a few coconut leaves up there? Maybe. They probably, probably do nothing. They probably do nothing. Damn. Yeah. Let it go. Who Man. cares? What a way to live. No Jesus. No tampons. <laughs> That's the way I want to live. Fuck. Can they? Oh, no. no you cannot. You cannot no, I can't because I'd kill them all. Never yes, mind. You yeah. Would. You would. Who wants to start her own version? Mm. <laughs> Say goodbye to fire, everybody. Let's leave in some, live in some lean twos. No, you, you would last an hour. Yeah. You could take a lighter with you. Okay, I'll oh, wow, take a lighter. Carrie, now you're to start a lighter fires. and some chicken nuggets, and then so I'm good. Is Carrie an arsonist? Probably. Start fires or cook food. Yeah. Mm. They've got, you know, they have aluminum cookware from the National Geographic. Yeah, exactly. so they're good. I wonder if, like, I don't know. I wonder what they do with all they've that They've got stuff. a magic eight ball. Do you give aluminum cookware to people who don't have fire? And a Probably strainer. not. Probably not they, a good call. I, 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 but they use them as, like, fucking pot. Like, oh, they they yeah. use them as drums mm-hmm. or hats, maybe. Hats, I like to think. Or maybe weapons. Or weapons, yeah. Yeah. Toilets. Oh. <laughs> Ew. Probably. Um, so, interested? Interesting? Very, Very interesting. Yeah. It's too bad. Again, this has been a huge, huge story. Now that's why we did a quick, quick episode. It's been on your on list this. to it's do it list for a long time, yeah, forever. But now when this happened, I, I got to do it now. When yeah. this John Chow terrible tragedy happened, I had to do it. Uh, is it though? It is. It's sad that he died. He seemed like a nice guy. I'm. I feel bad for his family. Yeah, yes, I guess. Is. I don't necessarily. I'm not sad for him. I'm, yeah. He did. He, he had to come. He's aware. He did not. Yes, they had a history of killing people who came onto their I island. Know. No, no, I, I'm not faulting them at all. You hear that and, once, and you go, okay. And what he, and what he was doing island. was potentially catastrophic yes, to that no, island. It was selfish so. and, and, and dumb. No question about it. It's too bad he died. On the name of Jesus, Jesus said, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I said, Jesus said, you got one. Yeah. You took two. You got one. It's not going to happen. That's uh, so we'll see what happens with them. I don't know. We'll, we'll keep track if they if they are able to get the body and if they're if the Indian government does anything. I, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they just let it. If they yeah leave it there, maybe be. That is the safest course of action. Probably so. Yeah, yeah. she just chill on the beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can you imagine uh, crabs, pigs? Yeah, there's not going to be that a much they're, of a body for yeah. that long. In bad shape. Obviously. Yeah, it's yeah. been over a week, so. Ain't gonna be nothing left. So that's North Central Island. Carrie, tell them where they can find us. Weirdworldpodcast.com. Weirdworldpodcast at gmail.com. You know, Weird World Podcast is pretty much it. Yep. Weird World Podcast on um, Instagram, Instagram, Patreon, Facebook. No, Weird World Pod on Twitter. That's right. The one that that you do. No, the one that Jack wrote that thing. No, but I mean, you do the Well, that was the one that was available. I don't know. No, he could have just said podcast. Uh, That was the first thing we did. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening. Hope you, again, enjoyed. I say that a lot, and enjoyed rarely is the right word, but hope you found that entertaining and enlightening. Hope you had fun. <laughs> See you next time. If you're entertained, you're pro- you probably enjoy something. That's true. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you weirdo. Bye. Yeah. Bye.